I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, friends. We just quickly wanted to jump on here and say that if you are looking for a last-minute holiday gift, a subscription to our Patreon for your friends or partner or loved ones would be a great present. In the past, we have had people buy them as birthday presents, and they do not disappoint. Our Patreon is at patreon.com slash Bob's Credits, and you can use their name to sign them up, and you can present it to them however you want to. Get ready to be labeled the best gift giver ever. Happy holidays, y'all. Hi, I'm Max. And I'm Skylar. Recently, we decided to start watching Bob's Burgers to see what it was all about. And it didn't take us long to become completely obsessed with the show. But one of the things we love the most about the show is the brilliant end credit sequences. Which is why we created this podcast. Each week, we're going episode by episode to talk about the elaborate end credits. We're excited to have you join us right here on Bob's Credits. We'll make sure the Bob's Burgers end credits get the credit they're due. All right! Ain't no mountain high enough. Ain't no valley low enough. Mm-mm. Ain't no river wide enough Mm-mm. to chip chip a You can't not be in a good mood. With that song? With that song. Also, I don't know if that version is the actual version of the song or if that's just the sister act to and think- <laughs> credits version of the song, which it's very likely that that's the version I'm... Max's worldview, like, every everything he sees in his life is through the prism of Sister, of Act, Sister two. Act 2. Yeah, except for, like, the last two and a half months of the year, and then it's Home Alone movies. Yes. But other than that, it's Sister Act 2. Which I, I love about you. Look, if you are listening out there and you have not seen Sister Act, you know, th- the problem is I think Sister Act 2 is one of those, like, nostalgia things. I don't know if it translates as well. Right. I I think it's fun. I Because remember, you introduced... I'd seen Sister Act 1. Yeah. And then I watched it recently, and I think it holds up. But I also have the nostalgia of, like, that era and Whoopi Goldberg. So, I yeah. I feel so sorry for all the Bosbergers fans listening right now who don't care about Sister Act whatsoever, because I have been dying to sit down face-to-face with a couple of microphones and just talk about Sister Act and Sister Act 2. And now we've started and now we can't stop. 
Let's 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 dive. <laughs> let's do a deep dive right now. Sorry if you clicked on this for Bob's Burgers. I'm just kidding. I we're didn't. Gonna- I didn't know where you were going with that, but now I understand. This is a Sister Act Two podcast now. Yeah, we've, we're doing a we're okay. doing a hard right <laughs> turn, and we're completely jumping course. I feel like Gene would appreciate Sister Act Two like nobody's business. Look, you want to talk about great end credit sequence, Sister Act Two. You want to talk about show business. Oh. Like Mr. Business, Sister, Sister Act, Act 2. Sister Act 2. Mm-hmm. Las Vegas showgirl. Mm-hmm. Oh, she's a Reno showgirl. Sorry. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Big difference. I got I that thought- wrong once and I was it, it ruined my life that I didn't know that. Anyway. Oh I, my gosh. Yes. I, look, I can go on forever. Are you okay? Can we continue? Are you okay to record? Yeah, I'm going to get over this. Okay. What do we do here? We chip chip a roo. We talk about Bob's Burgers and the Bob's Burgers end credit sequences. That's what we do on this podcast. Yes. Yes. In case I'm you needed trying, a reminder. I, yeah, and I'm trying to get my head space back. I think into you're it. a little bit lost because this week you're doing Skylar Sides and I'm doing fun facts. So I think we're both like, what's the structure of this podcast? We don't know how it works. I do know that at the very beginning, we like to thank some of our new patrons and burger pun their names as promised for subscribing to our patreon this is exciting we have two new patrons to thank first up is sarah grimes thank you so much sarah grimes moving forward you're gonna be the pear a wines burger that is a holiday burger it's a burger just a burger that you pair with some wines oh i thought it would was P-E-A-R. It could be if you want it to. If you want it to be a pear, like a pear burger cooked with like some burgundy wine of some yeah. sort. There you go. Okay. But I was saying pear a wine. I love a burger. it. Yeah. I love it. So thank you so much, Sarah. We're so excited thank to have you. you there on Patreon with us. Joining you is Jess Russell. And Jess, moving forward, you're going to be known as the Watercress Brussels Burger. Okay. Very leafy burger. We've got some watercress and some Brussels sprouts. I, I think I would have gone like russet potatoes. Russet. Okay. Well, that's the y- side. If you want to start doing these burger pun I names, then you can go russet it's potatoes. It's too hard. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much to the two of you. We're so excited to have you joining us on Patreon. A couple weeks ago, people listening got a sneak peek at our one of our bonus episodes over on Patreon. We have so many of them up there if you want to listen to all those episodes. If you want your name burger pun right here on the show, if you want to join our Discord community. All of that. And I have to say, if you have caught up in episodes to where we are now in the podcast, you have like 20, 30 episodes just waiting for you over on Patreon. Just sign up for the tier that you're interested in. That's patreon.com slash Bob's credits. If you need a little more than one episode a week. You got a whole backlog just waiting there for you. It's a good time. It is. And you sign up, you get access to them right away. So enjoy. So now what? I'm doing Skylar Sides and Burger Puns. So which one do you want to dive into here? I think we should do Burger Puns to kind of like sink us back into the episode. Got it. Okay. It's time to play a little Bob Pun or Max Pun. But this week we are going to be doing Store Next Door. Fun. So Bob's pun or Max pun. Got it. Are you ready for your first pun, Skylar? I am. Okay. The way we gur, dog trainers. 
I'm sorry. That's brilliant. And I just think it's so good that I'm just going to say Max. Bob's. Oh, wow. Very, I'm, very good. I'm honored. The I only have pies for you. Pie only bake shop. Bob's. Max. Wow. Let's stump her this week. I've never heard you say bake shop. <laughs> so I was like, that's what never say bake shop. He'd say bakery. It's so funny because I was choosing between bake shop and uh, something about pies only being like, I don't bake know. Shop. It works. Yeah. I love it. Should we open the I only have pies for you bake shop? Yeah. <laughs> Your next pun is we see eye to eye optometry. Bob's. Max. <sighs> And your final pun is Raiders of the Lost Spark, marriage counseling. I've just given up. Like, there's no more will in me. So, um, Max? Yes! Okay. You got it! You got it right. By the way, I, I was very proud of that last That's one. Very. It made me very laugh good. to myself. <laughs> <laughs> I was in here I like, can just see Max, you giggling. Max, you funny bastard. Raiders of the Lost Spark, marriage counseling. Put you- that on the show. Listen, I know I know they're listening. I know they're listening to me by, at this point. Put Maybe. that on the show. I want to see how the store next door. You have just been cracking yourself up today. I was working on the sofa, which is across from the bathroom, and Max was showering, and he was making, like, cat noises. And I was just like, what are you doing? I, I was, you, know, you know when cats get really hungry? This is good. This is this has to do with this episode. Okay. When cats get really hungry, mm-hmm. and they get, like, a very specific meow, and it's like, bow, <laughs> bow. But that's not what you were doing. It just sounded like that's it what you were doing. It sounded like that. What I was actually doing is, like, the opening song to Larger Than Life by the Backstreet Boys that goes, Bow, 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 row, bow, down, row, down, down, down. But it sounds like a cat meowing when yeah. it's hungry. Wow. I just like, but it was just like so fun to hear you having like a little joyful <laughs> moment to, to myself. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Wow. So many tangents, somewhat related. Right now, it's time for Skylar's side, the fun facts before the fun fact, but this week it's called Max's Minute. Dish it, girl. I have got a delightful little f- fact for you here. Okay. We have seen Lauren Bouchard pretty actively on, on the Twitter. He's there. We don't know if Twitter's going to be around much longer. It's while his preferred it is, method. Yeah, he's still there. He's answering questions, and he's specifically answered a question that you and I have discussed on this show we numerous sure times. So, user Mainstream Dope Puncher... Good name. Says, I want to know who cooks dinner. Bob? Linda? Does Linda head up early before closing to start on dinner? Is Thanksgiving the only home meal Bob is responsible for? Or does Bob work a double shift and also cooks dinner after closing up? I've wondered this too. We've asked it, we've asked it so many times. Because the dynamic is super interesting. Because yeah. Bob cooks all day. I don't see Linda being a great cook. I've, I genuinely just find it very interesting. Yeah, and... In Lauren Bouchard's defense, he doesn't have to be answering this stuff. It's a cartoon. This stuff. He takes us as fans just as seriously as he takes the show. Yeah. I think he takes this family seriously. He takes these characters seriously. And that's what's special about the show and the characters. So this is how he responded. Love this question. 
We imagine that they share the cooking, and if Bob is like most of the chefs I know, he loves cooking for his family. It's not work. We try to make sure and show both parents cooking and cleaning, breakfast too. Clearly, the kids could do more around the house. <laughs> I- <laughs> they could, couldn't they? Yeah, I love that answer. It's so thoughtful. Like, they, they put thought into this. They don't just, like... Well, like it's I said, important. Like I said, it's animation. They could just like the, you don't have to know this stuff. You don't have to answer this stuff. They put a lot of thought into it. <gasps> Holy shit! <laughs> oh no! Did I ruin this whole thing? I just spilled my coffee Are everywhere. Okay? Are you okay? I'm okay. We okay. just need to clean this okay. up. We don't, oh, we're goodness. out of paper towels. Oh we're my out. god! <laughs> I'll be right back. Okay. <laughs> Are you okay? Did it burn you? No, it was not hot. What I was saying was is that I do think it's important to show this division of household labor, for sure, between them. I really appreciate that. And I think it's thoughtful and really well done. I agree. They're a fantastic team. I do have to say, those kids, I mean, homemade breakfast every morning. I mean, sometimes they'll have cereal, but they really do have, like, eggs and toast and bacon. Bob's making pancakes or waffles. Did you get homemade breakfast? I did every now and then. But also, I love cereal. So. I do too. We both weren't allowed the sugary cereal. We weren't. So yeah. we made up for that in adulthood. We'll, we'll order like every now and then just like the sh- <laughs> most sugariest cereal possible. Like we, and just we like bought snack an on it. Oreo Pop-Tart cereal. No, it was just Pop-Tart. just like a chocolate Pop-Tart cereal. They don't have it anymore. It was so good. Yeah. Oh, like little Pop-Tarts. Oh, uh, my gosh. So yummy to snack on. Anyway, I love that Lauren answered that. Thank you for finding that for us. You're welcome. And thank you, Lauren. And we want to get in this episode, but we just have one more thing. I'm going to slip this into the, the Max's Minute Skylar side. Love it. We have one more thing that we want to share with you. We were gifted a cameo by Brian Shannon, who is a listener, a friend, uh, a Patreon subscriber. It's such a wonderful gift. And why we want to play it for you is he got us a cameo from Brian Husky, who, if you don't know, does the voice of regular size Rudy. We won't play you the full cameo. We just want to play a portion of when he kind of came on as regular size Rudy. He literally improved as regular size Rudy, which was amazing. And if you're not familiar with Cameo, you can go on there and basically buy a video from any celeb, like a reality star or your favorite actor, and they'll do like a little clip. Yeah, I gifted one to Skylar a couple years ago from the guy who plays Nandor on What We Do in the Shadows, and it's like just one of our favorite videos. I know. He did it as Nandor. Yeah, it's so good. So good. But anyway, let's hear what uh, Regular Size Rudy had to say to us. Oh, by the way, I don't know if you said this, but it was a present. It was a wedding gift. Yes, I did not say that. Max and Skyler, congratulations. You're about to embark on the greatest journey of your life. And so I would like to give some words of wisdom that I have learned on my short time here on this planet of Earth. One, even if one of you is too short to go on the big roller coaster, stand by the other one's side and wait with them while they wait, which means you won't go on the roller coaster. That's okay. If one or both of you have asthma, make sure that you 
Use your inhaler so as to enjoy all the events in your life. You can even share inhalers now that you are married. If you did that before you were married, that would be a sin, but no judgment. And lastly, most importantly, cherish every moment because our time on earth is fleeting and what we do with it is up to us. And I know that you will do the best you can. In the immortal words of Elton John, Goodbye, at a brick road. That's all I know from Elton John's stuff. I saw it on TikTok. Anyway, congratulations! I mean... Regular size Rudy wishing us wedding congrats. Sign me up. It was... I loved when Brian Husky was like, that'd be a sin. But then he goes, no judgment. Because regular size Rudy cannot be mean no he's such a kind soul yes and i always get a little choked up at the end when he says that life is fleeting i i i'm just really moved by it anyhow super regular size rudy if you ask me he's just he knows these things yeah he's he's wise beyond his years he sure is anyway thank you brian shannon for getting that for us it's just the sweetest wedding gift and thank you brian husky for doing that brian husky is Fantastic human being. Really Just is. as kind as regular size Rudy, if you ask me. Agreed. Follow um, him on Instagram and you'll see. Yes. And maybe one day he'll make an appearance. Let's manifest it on the podcast. We're, we're, I've, yeah, we're planting some seeds. We'll see. In the words of Zeke, we're going to get you, girl. We're going to get you, regular size Rudy. Yep. <laughs> Let's get into this episode. Let's do We've it. We've done a lot. There's been a lot of little bonuses, a lot of disasters. Skylar. Can we have the title and synopsis for Season 7, Episode 10, please? The title is, There's No Business Like Mr. Business Business. When pet agent Ian Amberson says Mr. Business has a real shot of replacing the chef cat, yeah, the one from those catchy commercials, Bob steps up to train Gail's feline friend. If Mr. Business lands the part, Gail will finally be financially independent. It's only Bob that cares about the money, though. Gail's more worried about how much this is stressing her baby out. Meanwhile, Tina and then Jean secretly start eating Chef Cat cat food. This episode came out on February 19th, 2017. It was written by Lizzie Molyneux and Wendy Molyneux and directed by Tyree Dillahay. All right, we've got the trifecta of some of our favorite people on Bob's Burgers. Uh Uh-huh. You know you're always getting something good with the Molyneux joint. Tell me how you felt about this episode. We said this before that Skylar and I kind of stopped rewatching Bob's as we were doing this podcast because we wanted to watch them kind of like fresh. So it's been a while since we've seen a lot of these season seven episodes. And I really like this episode. I know Gail can be overwhelming for some. She's such like a strong presence. Biscuit is smelling the spilt coffee. He loves the smell. Um, But I think she's hilarious. I think Megan Mullally's performances are always hilarious. And I love Bob and Mr. Business's relationship. It's so funny to me. Ever since the jazz singing. I know. It's like, it's really, their arc is becoming more complete. Their relationship arc, which I love. I agree. I think this is kind of Bob's firing on all cylinders. There's a weirdness. I love when Bob gets really impassioned about something that's totally wacky because Bob is such a straight man. Well. Well. 
No. What, a, what is he's he mostly saying? straight man. Mostly straight man. Yeah. Um, what I, I mean, like, in the comedic sense. Gotcha. Mostly straight that way, too, if you ask me. Yeah, it's true, because he can be really funny, too. But he is a straight man within the family, comedic-wise. So he knows not to get pulled into this wackadoodle plan. But he does. And I love when he gets impassioned and defensive of crazy things. It's I just a lovely version of Bob. Yeah, and that along with that, the side story of the family being hooked on this cat food and all kind of like secretly hiding their addiction to it is so enjoyable. The fact that that's why they even had the cat food to begin with was because Linda yeah. liked eating it. And Bob was like, oh, Linda, I, Again? Thought, I thought we stopped this. It sounds like they've had numerous talks about it. <laughs> I would love to see that conversation go down. In my notes, I put... Eating cat food, dot, 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 I thought it was hysterical. This is the kind of weird that I love about Bob's Burgers because it is weird, but you kind of relate to it because maybe you have something that's like maybe a little weird or something. But I find cat food so revolting that it was hard. Like it totally grossed me out, but I still adored this storyline you know what's gross about cat food like the dry kind it leaves this like powdery residue on your (laughs) but it's also it's always like fish it's like the word it's like fish and gravy or i'm not gonna lie i've tried some of biscuits like treats and stuff i know you have but that's because like a lot of like really good dog treats are just like plain ingredients like Sweet potato and peanut butter and oatmeal, honey. honey. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. I've been like, when I've seen something that was like, oh, I wonder, it's, it tastes like a lot of the times, like those like sweeter ones for dog treats. It's okay. like, this is a, okay. Now this is a dog, a dog treat connoisseur podcast. <laughs> they just taste like sweets we eat minus the sugar. It tastes like bland. It's just like bland as flour. But you thought the storyline was funny. Yes, I love it. I think it's so funny. It's I, so I love, good. I love the slow, like, uh, it kind of reminds me of, like an always sunny storyline. Like, yes. like Tina starts eating it and she's embarrassed, but then Jean's like, oh, you're eating cat food, huh? I'm, I'm interested. That just seems like something that like. So Charlie would be the one who starts. Well, they do eat cat food in that. But that's the canned stuff. And that, I and just want to put them to sleep. That's one of my favorite always sunny it's so moments good. where he has to like eat a bunch of cat food to like sleep and then Frank run. Sorry, different show. Different show, both eating cat food. This is Tina's second addiction. I, f- I feel close to you Tina. You mean with coffee? Yeah, she had an addiction to espresso. Let's not talk about coffee anymore. Oh, yeah. It's, it's a sore subject. I do need to mention that Max is propped up on a towel because his work chair is drenched in coffee right now yeah i didn't want to ruin these pants too with coffee so anyway sit, sit on the towel fantastic fantastic episode a lot can happen in the next three years like a chatbot, maybe your new best friend but what won't change needing health insurance united healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. 
Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements. Featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Speaking of Megan Mullally, we start this episode in the restaurant and Bob finds out that Linda is lending, I say that in quote marks, Gail money. H. John Benjamin's delivery of can I speak to you in the kitchen is hysterical. It is so, so funny, as is when Bob is like, why do you need these cat portraits? And she's like, for the cat agent, Bob, like as if he should know she has a cat agent now. Two really, really great line deliveries. Do you want to listen? Yeah, I do. Oh, it was nothing. It was barely nothing. It was, it was $222. It was? Well, that, no. No, it wasn't that much. Here's the receipt right here. Linda, can I talk to you in the kitchen? No. When he goes into like a high voice, it's so funny. It's so oh, good. God. Oh, Linda, can I, can I talk to you in the kitchen? So good. And while we're kind of sniffing around this scene, you mentioned how wonderful Megan Mullally's Voice performances in this episode. Did you know that she also sings the Chef Cat jingle? I did not. Shall we take a listen? Yes. If cats could cook, they'd cook Chef Cat. Yeah, that was very clearly Megan Mullally. And a great performance. Great performance. Different performance than Gail. Absolutely. I think Max is mad at me because it took us like 30 minutes to find that clip. It took us longer to find that clip than it did to clean up all the coffee. It probably that spilled did. Everywhere. One more fun Gail fun fact. So in the beginning of this episode, there's like this montage of flashbacks every time Gail has asked for money. And one of the scenes where she asked for $22, it's literally the Thanksgiving scene from making What's the title? Making Bob Gale Sled? Making- Gale Making Bob Sled. Yes. Yeah. It's literally that Thanksgiving dinner. Like, I pulled up both episodes, uh-huh. and every single dish is the same. Where the family is seated is the same. So that clip isn't in that Thanksgiving episode, but it's, like, from that Thanksgiving episode world, which is really fun. Oh. 
So basically, after Gail made Bob pull her through the snow, rescuing her cat, she also had the audacity to borrow $22. Wow. Gail, come on. I love Gail's audacity. I I find it super annoying, but I do have to say this is the episode where I like her the most. There is one of the most endearing Gail moment I am going to say of the entire series is oh, really? in this episode. Okay. When she is stressed because this is Mr. Business is stressed at the audition and Louise and Bob go and find her. There's this little moment where she has her head on the cat carrier and they find her and she goes, hi, can we play that quickly? Yeah, I know where that is. So don't worry. Okay. <laughs> okay. Hi, Gail. Hi. Gail. Hey, what are you? Hi. It's so funny. And then to go even further, this is actually my favorite scene ever with Gail. She genuinely cares for this cat and doesn't want to put him through this. Like, the money is not worth it. No, it isn't. Especially when she's got Bob's money. (laughs) This is also what's so charming about Bob and his relationship with Gail. He's like, throughout all this, he's not like, Gail, you have to do this. I'm not giving you any more money. My family's not giving you any more. It's, It's more like... Wouldn't it be nice if you could pay for these things on your own? You know, like we we stop by. Yeah, she's just so like. It's very kind like, about it. Soft footed. <laughs> yeah. My only other fun fact is a very twisty, turny one. Do you remember when Bob bathes with the pigeon in the bathtub? Uh, do I remember? Of I, course. I, I dream about it nightly. I, it's one of our favorite. Yeah. Favorite Bob moments. But he, like, puts the foam, the bubble bath foam, on the pigeon and pretends he's a barrister. Yeah. And in a British accent, he says, guilty as charged. Yep. Should I do a better British accent than that? You can go for it. You want to, by the way, speaking of British accents, John Oliver has the voice of Ian in this. Right. And that this all connects, actually. Oh, okay. Keep going. Guilty as charged. <laughs> that was even worse. Wow. Maybe I'll do like, what? A guilty as charge. <laughs> it's just getting worse. Can you get this out? No, we're keeping all of these. Okay. So then flash forward to this episode and we meet Ian voiced by, as Max just said, John Oliver. Sorry for jumping on your fun fact. I actually didn't know that. So we're all good. But he says the same line to Bob. He says, guilty as charged. Oh. So maybe like the Bob's Burgers, people just think British people say guilty as charged a lot. I'm sure they do. Yeah. Yeah. In it? In it? They say guilty as charged, in it? In it. We have a lot of British listeners. If someone could explain in it to Harry, us. Harry, Harry, I know you're listening. Just a little bit more. Because I think we've got the use down, but then sometimes I'm like, I don't think that's right. Within it? Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes I think I get it down and then I'm watching like a show, a British show, and they'll say in it, they'll throw in it in there and I'm like, what? Because it's not, isn't it? Like, it's not like a perfect trans. Sometimes it is. Yeah. Harry, help us out. Another wonderful member of our Patreon community. Anyway, one more fun fact and then we can go to the end credits. Okay, so we all know that the title is referencing 
the very famous song, There's No Business Like Show Business. This is an Irvin Berlin song, but it was made famous by Ethel Merman. Yes. Okay. My favorite. Your favorite? I mean, I know Ethel. I know the name Ethel Merman, but I don't like know much about Ethel Merman. I didn't. Oh, okay. but you went down the rabbit hole. Uh, no, just a little bit. So there is a reference to Merman in the opening credits on the pest control truck. It's ethyl vermin ethical vermin exterminators. So that the the pest control truck ties to the title of the episode. Oh. And that is my piece. And that's where the fun facts end. I loved it. Tying it all together. Now we're back to the beginning of the episode. Now we have to go to the very end. Right. But it was it, it was interesting, isn't it? <laughs> well done, but I don't. Th- I don't think that's how. I don't think I'd, it is either. I still don't know. Okay, so the last moment before the end credits is a great last moment. Mister Business has been taught to knock things off a counter because he was supposed to do that for the commercial, and while he did not do that for the commercial, he is now doing it all the time and driving Gail crazy. I just would like to say that your hands are still were this thrown. wide. Yeah. I love it. I'm just saying that, like, the well, we, stakes are high. We've got fully, like, all, all the drinks can get knocked over pretty much now. Okay, cool. Yeah, so I'm just going to town. Okay, good. Whoops. All right. Okay. Yep. Got it. Whoops. Not that one. Oh, Mr. Business, you are killing me. Okay, there we go. Whoa. Oh, just a few more years till you die. Yeah, that's good. Oh, so close. Nope. Oh, ow. Can't Gail is incredible at catching things that Mr. Business is tossing off counters and stuff and without it hitting the ground. She is she should play like center fielder or something for a professional baseball team. I'd watch that episode for sure. Yeah. Um the first time we've ever 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 heard Gail get frustrated with one of her cats which once again makes me like her more <laughs> yeah and but she's not super fr- like she's okay with like she's like oh 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 and this then she's like okay you're gonna die in a few years okay just a little few film few more years of this that's great <laughs> all right then what do we see we jump into the standard end credit sequence with bob louise and tina prepping burgers in the kitchen and we get this little song that we heard in the episode. It was a little montage song about cat training. Love it. We, oh, this was the montage when Bob was training Mr. Business. Yeah. Okay, got it. Now, everything is normal, but Louise is going to get the burger to put on the plate for Bob as Linda's moving into the window, and things are going to get abnormal. Cool. What happened? Mr. Business is up on the shelf above the grill. Yeah, this is not sanitary. It is not hygienic. And he's eyeing Bob as if he is in that tree from Thanksgiving. Yeah, it's it's as if Bob is singing jazz to him. Exactly. What is Linda doing in the window? Please tell me she's not eating cat food. She is eating cat food. Okay. <laughs> she is munching on a box of cat food. Not even caring that there's a customer's order up. But it goes back. We had this whole conversation at the beginning of this podcast. There has to be customers there. This is not a to-go order. 
we said it's either Teddy or other customers. Right. But we can't necessarily see Teddy, and I feel like we could. Yeah, we said that before. But who knows? It's not 100% sure. Tell me, what's your reaction? You walk into a burger place, and this New Jersey lady is eating cat food out of the box. How hungry am I? It's been a whole day at the wharf. It's been. One week. (laughs) You're like, you're hangry. I don't care that much. As long as I'm not eating the cat food, the lady can snack on all the cat food she wants. You see the cat in through the window. Oh, I saw, uh, how hungry am I? <laughs> You're like hangry. Are there any other restaurants open around? Jimmy Pesto's. Do I have knowledge of what a jerk he is? He insults you on the way in. Oh, no, we're going to the cat. For, okay. We're going to the cat for a burger place. Okay, great. Yeah. So, Mr. Business jumps on Bob. It's such a flailing fight that Bob, like, stumbles back out of frame, out of, on the right side. Yeah. He's being attacked by a cat. Louise and Tina could care less. There's no reaction. Linda has gone to actually deliver that burger, so she's gone. With her catnip fingers. Yeah. Yeah. And we get an appearance by... I forgot the dog's name. Is it Schmoopy or Snoodle? Snoodle. I love Snoodle. And the fact that neither of us have picked Snoodle on our drafts and our Patreon episodes is mind boggling to me. I feel like we, I mentioned Snoodle at a certain point in one of our drafts. Yeah. Because Snoodles are so well trained. Yeah. But we didn't pick Snoodle. But Snoodle will be a top pick, I'm sure, at some point based on what the draft is. Wow. Snoodle comes in from the left side of the screen carrying a uh, pack of burger buns. Yep. I figured I'd just let the song play because it's a great song. What happens? Snoodle drops off the burger buns to Louise. But it's so patient. Snoodle sits and waits for Louise to take them and then immediately exits. You get these hyper diff, like, you could not get more dog and more cat. Like, they're very juxtaposed. I agree. Yes. And, um, um sorry. Go ahead. I- Sometimes I just open my mouth before I have something to say. Oh, I do that a lot too. Bob makes his way back. He's clearly gotten Mr. Business off his shoulders and he's like, okay, let's get back to cooking. A single exit stage left and Mr. Business jumps back up onto that shelf. Which is the most cat thing you could do. Yeah. Just constantly causing trouble. The kind of trouble you don't want at the time. And Gene makes his appearance just as he normally does in his burger costume coming in, walking across the screen. And right before it cuts, Mr. Business makes another dive to Bob's shoulders. And you're just like, Mr. Business. I would be so happy with these credits if they ended with the dog walking off. Technically, it stayed right. I feel oh, like sorry. that would be important to Gene. Yeah, my bad. Um, But... The fact that Mr. Business comes back around, just cherry on top. What a bastard. I love Mr. Business. Do you want the lyrics to cat training? 
Yes. There aren't that many. It's just cat training, training a cat, put a lot of work in, get a little bit back. That's my favorite. Yeah. Oh, that's it. That's it? It's so good. Cat training, training the cat. And I have to mention that Tina TBH on Instagram, an amazing artist, they have two pins, I think, representing this. Um, no, I think one pin representing. They have the little cat food cat box as a pin. So Love good. It. And I think from pencil to paper has the Mr. Jim business business from pen, card. From pen to paper. Yes. I think. Yeah. Yes. Both so account, fun. Yeah. Both accounts you should be following on Instagram. Agreed. Highlights, lowlights for these end credits, Skylar. I want to hear your thoughts. Well, I love this. I love the generic kitchen sequence with chaos from the episode mm-hmm. represented. Mm-hmm. And this has all the right chaos for me. Like it is, I love the Mr. Business stuff. I love Linda snacking on her cat food. And I love a little appearance by Snoodle. It's just like, let's hit a few points of this episode, but we're back to normal in the kitchen. It's just like, that's what a Bob's episode is. It's this is our daily life. And this is the stuff that come and disrupt it. I totally agree. And And the song's great. And I was wondering, like, why do we think that both Snoodle and Mr. Business are there and i'm wondering if ian and gail are hooking up that might be what happened like he seems to to jump from yeah i can see i can see that at least going out for one night yeah like he bombed the audition so he's clearly gonna kick that woman out of his bed yeah i could see it i I could could see it and i totally see that i think the belchers got stuck with it I think that's exactly what happened, and as we've seen, chaos ensued. I love it. Not Snoodle's fault, though. No low lights for me. Yeah, I don't have any low lights either. Should we score them? Yeah. We score on a scale of 1 to 10 H's at the end of Tina's uh. I'm going to let you go first. I'm going to give these a solid 9 H's. I'm going to meet you right there for an average of 9. Wow. Oh, we should mention that the song is great, too. I did say that. The very end there. Um, But thank you. You're welcome. That's it. A nine. Those are the end credits, too. There's no business like Mr. Business Business. It's hard to say. It is a little hard to say. Yeah. Thank you, everyone, for listening. Follow us on Instagram and TikTok at Bob's Credits. We have a Twitter. I don't know the the state of Twitter. I'm not thrilled about Twitter right now, so I don't know how much is going on over there. But we're there right now. It's all, it's up there. I just don't know how much we're posting. I say Instagram and TikTok are where to find us currently. YouTube. Oh, yeah. We're, we have some exciting things planned for YouTube. So if you want to be one of our first subscribers, you can be like, I knew them when. Yeah. Bob's credits wherever. Exactly. Is our, our handles. What else? Anything else? I'm just going to say. We've got merch up. Bob'scredits.com slash shop. We've got holiday merch up. Yep. Join us on Patreon. Patreon.com slash Bob's Credits. And what else? Anything else you want to say before we get out of here? I'm just going to say stay cat chefy. Okay. Uh, uh, sure. Stay why catty. Not? I'll stay say catty. stay catty. Stay catty. Okay. Yeah. I like Meryl. cat Okay. All right. Well, we'll see you all next time. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. 
And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com/upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.